Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Well, thanks for hanging out with us on Hour 2. Lori and Julia this Tuesday afternoon here on MyTalk 1071. Everything entertainment streaming at MyTalk1071.com. Also on the MyTalk app. If you're listening to us online or on the app, why are you not registered with listener rewards yet? This month, we've got cash prizes all month long. We also have MyTalk prize packs up for grabs. So get the app, stream online, and get registered. Money. We want, you want to win money. That's all I can say about that. Now, on to the show. Yes, we do want to win money. My <sighs> son suggested I go buy a lottery <laughs> Mom, have you bought a lottery ticket lately? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that'll work. Um, uh-huh. Julia. Yes. Five days, 23 oh. hours on the stand. That's what Johnny Depp. Oh. That's how much time he spent oh. in the high court in his libel suit against oh. the son for calling him a wife beater. Five days, 23 hours. Uh, endless headlines. Willy Wonka has really let himself go. I mean, they just go on and on. The, the I mean, it's been such a sensational case as far as everything that's coming out and 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 a lot of it is you know like the picture of him kind of sleeping with the ice cream on himself he produced that this everything we've seen he's produced it as evidence about you know that he was like that she was doing these things to him you know so this has been such a salacious and, and, and again Oh, none of the morning shows have no, mentioned nothing. it. Uh, nope. No entertain, only extra, and even extra now is bumping it up instead of thirty seconds. I'm going to say they give it about a minute thirty last night because oh, there's just too many things. So Amber Heard hasn't taken the stand yet. I think she hasn't. No, I think she, that might be tomorrow. Today is day six, and today people, um, um, people that like. Uh, her makeup artist that uh, that did you know it's been different people a, another like a butler a maid talked about the poop in the bed so here's the headline in the in in, in New York Post Amber Heard denies defecating in Johnny Depp's bed now a publicist oh. worst <laughs> nightmare yes. of a sentence because they will always be related to poop now. Exactly. Yeah, both of them. And this headline comes to us because a rep for Amber Heard called page six back about the comment because basically Johnny Depp's um, housekeeper described in court how she found the poop in Johnny and Amber's bed. And, she, and that she had... She submitted a written statement that she arrived at the house to clean up and she couldn't believe what she found. And I was horrified and I was disgusted. And then she said, I knew it was human. 
poop, and I knew it couldn't have come from from Mr. Dapper, Miss Heard's two small dogs. And so Amber Heard's rep called page six. They returned the call and because this woman just said there's no way. And this is going to be Amber Heard's testimony, I guess, that it's from the little dogs. Oh, I just or, really, can we just Here's what stop. the rep said to page six. <laughs> stop. Listen to this. <laughs> I'm so grossed out. Amber Heard's rep actually uh, responded to this. As um, this accusation is completely untrue and has been designed to humiliate Ms. Heard because Johnny Depp has lavatorial sense of humor. No, wait. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. Wait. Uh-huh. That he has? He has a lavatorial, I guess it's a fancy way of saying toilet humor. Oh dear! I oh dear! The photos I are mean, out. I'm just gonna let you know the photos are no, out. No, we saw it. I just yeah. can't. <laughs> I, you know, but but like to, I wouldn't. I mean, I don't know why she responded to that unless it's a preemptive thing because she is going to testify. Either that 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 I guess that's what she's going to testify that it was the dogs or it was Johnny Depp because he is a. Lavatorial? How would you say lavatorial? Well, I would just say like he's got a problem. He um sharts in the bed. No, no, no. Is that not what they're trying to say? No, a toy, okay. like he has oh, a he toilet just, sense of humor. He's got he likes but he likes poop jokes. Yes, yes. Right? yes so that's, that's the way. Okay, but they're calling yes. it lavatorial. How fancy, fancy, how sophisticated. I mean, I, I you well, know. here's something. Okay, so you know, you talked Lori today, but that Amber Heard denies defecating. In Johnny Depp's bed, I, I, Amber, as your publicist, I just would have said we're not even addressing this. This will just come out in court with your testimony. Ah! Why have your PR person now? This is the headline. We've had the the poop in the bed. Now this explains maybe why, at least at the beginning, the major morning news shows didn't want to cover this. But there have been plenty of other salacious headlines. Well, here's one. To choose from. Okay, so this is one where um, you know his assistants and different people, and this is one of Johnny Depp's employees. His estate manager in on the Bahamas, and her name is Tara Roberts. She told London's High Court that Miss Heard, 34, called Mr. Depp, 57, washed up in fat. And that he would go on to, um, she would. He, Wait, he she was kept, the man. She's the estate manager yeah, of his private yeah. island. Okay, and just that she would see Mrs. Heard just screaming at him and berating him, and he yelled at her, "Just go away!" And then she, um, she added that she saw a red swelling gash on his nose, and that he told her Miss Heard had thrown a can of um, paint lacquer thinner at his face. Now those aren't small cans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and she went on to describe him as usually an unusually kind man, not to be violent or aggressive. Boy, these two just. And she'd lunge at Johnny, pull his hair, commit other aggressive physical acts against him. I, I really, I, no one's winning. No. Mm. And and then of course they, the thing the thing is with all of his, and apparently she's been his estate manager for for several years. Yes. Same with his housekeeper. Mm-hmm. But at the end of their testimony, then they're asked, just like his, are you doing this just to keep your job? I mean, right. so Johnny is kind of in a no win situation because right. if he's still employing them, I mean, but what, you know, like it's it it. it I hate to use the word stains. Okay, you know. Okay, but here's the best. Here's one of my favorites, yeah. and this is kind of how we all oh. felt yesterday. When we saw the picture of Johnny Depp laying down with the up 
turned over chocolate quart yeah, pint Willy, of Willy ice Wonka. cream. Mm-hmm. Vanity Fair's headline today. Yeah. Um, it's just one hour old. What to do with this photo of Johnny Depp passed out under ice cream? Yeah. I, yeah. Where do you file that? And here's in what your, Johnny Depp said. Where, I know. And he, because his, his camp produced that embarrassing photo, which Amber Heard took before it, it was agreed, before he agreed it was time for him to go to his private island to detox from prescription meds. He said, mm-hmm. she asked me to hold her tub of ice cream. I have my right hand in my t- pocket and I'm holding the ice cream in the other. I was obviously on the nod and very tired and falling asleep. And then ice cream spilled all over my leg. And so he's just saying that he's trying to show that he was in a bad way. Right. And that she was taking photo. You know, he's just saying, I know I was in a bad way, but I was just, I'm falling asleep. I'm not being violent. This is what he was trying to prove. And I, and as a gal who likes to eat ice cream laying down on her white couch, (laughs) I have many a times had to take, because my couch is cotton. Right. The the white couch off, soak it in the sink, you know, right. for a little piece of chocolate or a mm-hmm. chocolate chip that might have fallen out of a cup yeah. from something mm-hmm. I was eating. Because I'm a, I mean, I'm a laying down, you know, couch girl with ice cream. Yeah. Oh. No, I know. Oh, it's just so gross. Johnny. So, and then the makeup artist that um, did Amber Heard's makeup uh, when supposedly Johnny Depp. Uh, had given her black eyes. She was like, there was no cuts, there were no bruising, so th- there is that. But it literally, the dirty laundry, the details are so much, you can't even keep up with it. You can't. And and apparently, Lily Rose Depp wanted to give an impassioned speech on the courthouse steps and he, uh, and in, it, in honor of her dad. I don't know if I believe I that, but the, her, his lawyer said uh, ixnay on yes. that ape. Good. So... All right, we've got random. Yes, we do. We'll be right back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so Dr. Jen Ashton, who's the ABC's in-house doctor, um, had a little thing to say today. I love her. About moving. And I find it appropriate because I've had to go on two walks this morning um, just and breathe. And I think just everybody's dealing with everything at their own pace. And I'm not, I'm, I'm fine, but I just am finding like I need a little extra exercise exercise. And so she said, basically um, having some sort of a counter and a tracker. And I know you don't believe in that stuff, Lori, but I, all of mine have broken. I've got nothing on my wrist and I kind of want to know how far I've gone, but it, I do. Whole number. It I do. Works for- it does. And I know a lot of my friends yes. like it too. So, but she just says for your health and mental well being right now, just walking. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter where you're starting from. If you walk a block, make it a block and a half, whatever it is, but it can just do so much for your mood. Being out in nature, uh, even if you're swassy, because it was humid beyond belief this morning, you know, whatever it is, it just improves mental health. She said, improve mood and clarity mental clarity so that's just a just kind of a danny buettner told us I that walking, walking an hour a day is, it, is you're like 80 percent of like running a marathon it exactly. gives you that much or i can't remember exactly but yeah it is 
It is. It's something. Um, now, if anyone. It's a calming. It's, it's a, a quieting calming, of the mind kind it of It really thing. is. It gets you to focus on something uh, else. It does. And so I had um, Googled something last week and I was thinking, what is the last thing everybody Googles? And we used to, that used to be a question that people would ask mm-hmm. each other, you know, on interview things. What's the last thing you Googled? And I'm wondering, I, this is a question for you ladies. If you have a ceiling fan, what direction is it supposed to go in the warm months? Oh, the opposite of the other month. Ah, the other, yeah, other season. <laughs> I go with Lori. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Counterclockwise. For which season? For the heat right now. And when it's cold, you have it go clockwise. So it'll send the air down from the top. If it's clockwise, counterclockwise takes the air and moves it up. So anyway, that's what you want to do. That is also confusing. But just. In the summer months, it goes backwards. In the winter months, it goes forward. Is that what that little black yes, it switch is? is if up you can on the get top? to it at my cabin, you need a like four story ladder uh-huh. to get to it. Because I'm like, I can't even turn the fan. It was so hot up there, you know. Yeah. I lived for ago. years not knowing that or doing that. I just had the fan go the same direction. But you have a you have Schneider. I have Schneider. Mm-hmm. He takes care of it's that. just something to know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when That's very good uh, when someone is. Um, you know, laughing, you think people are laughing at your joke. Only 10 to 15% of our laughter is really in response to the joke. Mm-hmm. The rest of it is in response to social cues From and the, the situation. Person. That's why, I, maybe that's where I got the, that I laugh at my own jokes because, you know, at least there's somebody There's someone laughing. laughing. And, it'll, <laughs> it, it, and it carries on, you know, pass it on, pass it on. It might, Someone it else might is going to laugh. you with laughter. Laughter that, is contagious. That's it true, is. That's true. We know, we know, we know. Okay, so Chipotle is going to start testing a new cilantro lime cauliflower rice. Now, have you done any of the cauliflower flour rice, Lori, at all? Uh, mm, I've been buying a lot of that. Holly, do you do any of that? Uh, not really. I don't yeah. know why I got into it. Just because I like the really fined up, same. chopped up cauliflower or broccoli that looks like that you make just with salads. Those little sure, those little squares, right? But it's not rice. It's like salad thing, right? Well, if you heat it up, it can be called rice. Oh, okay. that's basically all you have to do. Oh, okay. if it's cold, that. you put it in a salad. Okay. It's just a little so it's something. It's this- filler. It's I the same that. thing. You just heat it up. Oh, for God's sake. And add a little seasoning I've to it. I've never liked hot cauliflower, though. Well, I've gotten <laughs> used to it. Yeah. It's okay. I like raw. Eagle brand. Uh, no? Yeah, I know. I was zoodle curious at one point in my I, life. Right. What do you I call re- that? Remember when we got the... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This noodle zoodle thing at the oh. um, at, for one of our Christmas 
things are. I immediately um, regifted. I know. That. I think mm-hmm. Stephanie Hansen got it. If I remember. <laughs> I'm like, I am not. You can buy those things at the grocery I know. store. Okay, I know. so here is something too. If you know someone who is um, needing to be is overcome with um, the coronavirus social distancing rules that you can't touch anybody and they need to be touched. Israel is encouraging everyone to hug a tree to overcome detachment right now. So the most basic human need for connection mm-hmm. is for touching, for hugging. And um, as a health precaution, you know, people aren't allowed to hug their grandchildren. You know, Casey's wearing all the uniforms and the suits and stuff, whatever he does. But um, hugging a tree is quite a nice thing to do because it lines the entire length of your body. Mm-hmm. You can get close to it with your thighs, with your midsection, with your breasts, whatever it is, with your face. You do know. you recommend slight humping? I, I, don't, I think it would be embarrassing, but I don't think if anybody sees <laughs> Just watch out for splinters, <laughs> right? It depends on the bark. It depends on the tree. Check yourself for ticks afterwards. Right. I just thought the headline was Israel is encouraging everyone to hug a tree to overcome detachment. So that's just something. Now, if you are planning to go to New York City, we have just been added one of four four new states that have been added to the New York's coronavirus quarantine list. People from 22 states will be required to quarantine for 14 days upon entering New York. Minnesota, New Mexico, Ohio, and Wisconsin just got added. What? So we're, and so what we're this right means, along Texas and Florida, yep, like the yep. highs? Oh. I, New York City, so all of New York State. It says, it says upon entering New York. York, yeah, all right. Um, but I would just double check, you know, where you you're go going. to Europe? Oh, my God, this is just You like, can go I to can't... Anchorage, Alaska. I, I know. All right, I'm just so saying. It's like really unbelievable. It says Como announced Monday that out-of-state travelers arriving from into New York airports from the list of states face a $2,000 fine and a mandatory quarantine order for failing to fill out personal information on tracing form that New York will use. So, and some individuals have to quarantine. So, just double check. No, but Minnesota was on the list. We got add when you get. So, if you fly into New York, you you will fill out a form mm-hmm. where you're staying, mm-hmm. what your phone number is, because mm-hmm. they New York is set up for contract tracing, and I guess they're just worried that they already saw a rise the in the last week yeah and they don't want to go back to where they were they fought too hard to get to where they are because they were the last ones to open up and they're barely open you know what i mean right so they're just keeping that this is like the twilight zone our lives okay can i tell you something in seriously the tw- is it not the twilight zone does this i mean would I, you have ever believed Lori, a year ago Lori, you're talking to someone who's already had to go on two walks today <laughs> take Breathing exercises on the way to work and listen to Barbara Streisand. So I think everybody, I right. I mean, I think everybody's kind of going through it at their own way. But you know, we're living the moment, living the. It's one day at a time. I, listen, I can I say it. it's the damn twilight zone if I want. It is. <laughs> And that reminds me of a song. What's that? Now you're living in the twilight zone. It's it's like 1983 or four. What song was that? I don't know, but it was 10 Mile Drive in Newport. Newport Beach, when we were talking about that. 10 Mile Drive. That's what it's called. It is? Yeah. Okay. This reminds me of the Devil's House in Tempe, Arizona, dancing. Is this the Stray Cats? Golden Golden Earring. Oh, Golden Earring. Mm -hmm. 
And nine, is it really classic? Like 82? 82, 83, I think, because mm-hmm. I wasn't old enough to go in the bars yet. I think yeah. it was 83. Uh-huh. I worked on spring break, Daytona Beach, and this band this. came and played at the band shell for the MTV. Oh, right. Um, oh, that's man. The, in the first years. and uh, I love that song, though. Yo, it was the it hottest was, song right. that spring. And oh. the band shell and Daytona Beach and MTV broadcasts and... Big Country was the year before, Jeez. I think. But yeah, I remember seeing Golden Eagle and Golden Eagle. I gotta write that. Down. Golden Earring, excuse Golden me. Earring. Um, I feel like I don't know. He was tan and didn't have hair and didn't have a shirt on. All of it is fuzzy. Well, <laughs> sounds um, like a spring break in Daytona Lori, Beach. No, Lori, <laughs> seriously, a spring break trip director. I had just graduated from uh, college and. I ended up doing that for three spring no, breaks they had after hair, I Lori. graduated from college. That was my job. Yeah. They unquote. had hair. They did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't. I think that was all in my they mind. They all had hair. And maybe the. They had long hair. The boyfriend at the time. And I don't know why I had that image of But that, that was a great song. Yeah. Good, good mm-hmm. song. Good. Thanks, Thanks Holly. Thanks, Holly. Mm-hmm. For reading between Julia's musical But I kind of. That was good. I kind of had the beat a little bit. You sure did. All right. And I had the Twilight Zone. Oh. We were thinking on the same <laughs> same plot line. Okay. So okay. one of our favorite uh, books that uh, we've read in the last um, 10, 10 years would be Jinx. definitely. Yeah, I know it. Would definitely be Crazy Rich Asians, Loved. Kevin Kwan. Loved. And um, then Red the is succeeding yep. two other, yep. the follow-ups to that. But uh, just such a great book. And Kevin Kwan, um, Crazy Rich Asians, maybe you didn't read the book, but you probably saw the movie. The movie oh. was amazing. Amazing. And, and John Chu, who directed the Crazy Rich Asians, is working on the script based on the second book, the sequel, so that's China happening. China Rich Girlfriend. China Rich Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Kwan's new novel, which is called Sex and Vanity. And uh, it got options. Sony landed the rights to the oh, book and geez. paid like seven it's, figures mm-hmm. for it. But Kevin Kwan, because we don't have a chance in hell of getting him on our show. No. Uh, as we have to listen to someone else interview. We're going to have July yeah. GMA pick Sex and Vanity as their July book club pick, and uh, he um, at the end of the interview he surprised six women who were reading that book for their book club sex, oh. and every one like of them like in a Zoom call. Yes, or something? and every one of them had read Sex and Vanity in like a day. Oh, I want it. It's set on the island of Capri. It's oh. New York City. It's the Hamptons. It's basically, again, a razor sharp take on the 1%, this time Americans, not uh, Asians. So let's just uh, check in with Kevin Kwan. His latest novel, Sex and Vanity, debuting as a New York Times bestseller. Sony Pictures already snagged the highly coveted film rights. The book transporting readers to the island of Capri as a summer romance sizzles. It's a story of food, fashion, love on an island, and what happens when Lucy Tang Churchill, who is a biracial Asian-American wasp, um, goes to Capri and meets a boy named George Sao, and she's trying her best not to fall in love with him. Lucy, she's biracial, um, and throughout the book, she encounters racism, both overt 
and subtle. I think there's a through line that, that runs through all my books. I think in the case of Lucy, there are so many microaggressions that she's grown up with. You know, I call it a you know, thousand little paper cuts that she just sort of collects over the years that sort of help her form that hard outer shell. And I think part of what happens in the book is that she breaks through that shell and really becomes proud of her identity. I think what makes so many of your stories resonate is that we have this sort of love-hate relationship with the super wealthy. These people are so posh and snobby. They're snobby. We unfortunately live in a world where there is such a stark inequality. And I really wanted to show that. And in some ways, really, really sort of satirize that world. Mm. And and really, and I do I do think it's not an unfair comparison that he gets compared to a Dominic Dunn or a Truman Capote as far as how he seems to be writing from the inside because his he's such a keen observer. social observer yeah, and the time. way he writes. Oh, love. Is, I'm already trying to download it. Yeah, no, it's just <laughs> very compelling. And and I guess uh, um, the Hollywood Reporter had a review and they said it's kind of an update of a room with a view for the 21st century. Oh. If if you liked that, or, or if even if for fans of Crazy Rich Asians, so let's just play the next part of this. We decided to surprise these Kevin Kwan super fans oh. with a virtual book club meet and greet they never saw coming. How quickly did we read this book, ladies? In a day, so quickly. One day, so quickly. What do you love about Kevin Kwan's writing? But before you answer, why don't we ask somebody to join us? <gasps> Hello. Hello. Oh my gosh. Kevin. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. These women say sex and vanity gave them the escape they all needed. I thought this book was so smart, so witty. I, I laughed the whole way through. I felt like taking a vacation. I mean, I felt like I was there living this lavish life that never in a million years would I get to live. I hope one day you and all of you can, can experience Capri. We're planning a trip together. Yeah, we're for sure planning a trip together. Yeah. I'll make you a guide of where to go and where to eat. Awesome. The book also striking a deeply personal note for Melody, who's half Japanese. I really, truly related to Lucy in this book. And I'm just so grateful to you, Kevin. I finally have this protagonist that I can relate to on such a personal level. Were you surprised when Kevin came on this call? Yes. 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 You know how some people get excited to meet Beyonce? This is like my Beyonce, so. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Kevin, you're like Beyonce, basically. Beyonce of the book world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like her can't sing like her, but thank you. <laughs> I love that, Lori. I know. And, you know, not only is he really great at um, being a social observer, but one of the things that I really did love about reading, re reading Crazy Rich Asians, I felt like I knew Hong Kong, Singapore. He writes... You with such description that when we did finally see the movie and we go to Singapore, even though I've oh, never love, been to no. Singapore, it you felt it from the book and then the movie. And then, I mean, now it's going to be able when they do get to film it, Capri, which is just really and truly a magical place if you've ever been lucky enough to go there. But he's going to paint the picture with his uh Words and you do feel like it's a. Tr I felt that way with a beautiful rune, 
Um, that you guy's love, book. You love that one so much more than me, but I but I will agree. But the Amalfi the, Coast. The and, description. I felt like I was in Singapore. And then when we finally saw, actually saw it, crazy. Singapore, in oh, the yeah. movie, in Crazy the it, it was, kind of was what I expected. Yes. Yeah, very discreet. And that's the beauty of reading. Yeah. And I guess the, here's the thing that Kevin is doing in this book, Sex and Vanity. Um, I think it's kind of interesting. I liked uh, Ellen Hildebrand's plot device with her book, 28 Summers, where in describing each of these 28 summers that take place over the book, in 1999, we were talking about, and then she lists, Pop culture moments, music, books, fads. That's how that's and how she introduces yep. the chapter. So Kevin Kwan, what he's doing in Sex and Vanity is because it's this international upper crust, you know, thing, every time he introduces a character in the novel, he provides his or her's entire educational resume in parentheses, like a shorthand social register, because he said in New York City, you go to any cocktail party and people name drop their schools within the first five oh, minutes. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like a portrait of a person in five words. Well, you know, this is interesting because one of the things <laughs> I, when you're dating online and stuff, where did you grow up in the cities? Uh-huh. Where did you go to school in the cities? Mm-hmm. Here's, here's, you know, uh, oh, the scripter I was going to say okay. from the book, from it. Patting down her fastidious blonde bob, a style that had not altered since her days at Miss Porter's, Charlotte climbed mm. up the uneven marble steps and entered the terrace of the Bay of Naples. I mean, it's like, Miss Porter's, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And the Bay of Naples, seriously, is there's all these big, huge, rocky, just outcrop. It's so stunning. It's as pretty I've as you been. But you think of right. maybe you've seen it in a movie. Yes, of course. I mean, you just kind of look around. You can't even believe it because on the one side, there's the bay. And then Naples is like the busiest. Uh, I mean, there's it's a, there's like a freeway. There's like all kinds of cars. I mean, it's the juxtaposition of like like something that's been and beautiful yes, and, and then, then you've got just this modern wild, wild yeah. uh, city life but anyway i'm very excited to sex and vanity kevin kwan and yeah. spelled k-w-a-n it's 19 dollars and 60 cents yeah i'm buying it as we speak yeah <laughs> i'm i'm putting in and i guess he is a frequent he goes to capri every every oh, summer uh, and you've been there haven't you i, I you're you, Casey and I and your dad spent yes. a delightful uh, eight hours in Capri, and um, your dad uh, couldn't get over all the pretty women. I'm, I, <laughs> as my father never could. Yeah, no matter he, where he was. But Capri but, but was this, is, uh, exceptional. It was an exceptionally pretty, and maybe it's because Italian it's so exceptionally, better it's so and, pretty. This, yeah. I, okay, the, all the little fishing boats are painted different colors. The taxis are red chopped off like they're, they're a cross between a van and some kind of long convertible. I mean, all these little restaurants are under pergolas cropped along the waterfront. Well, that there's sounds so lovely. I mean, there's lemon trees everywhere and the island kind of goes up. Have you ever been there, Holly? Yes. Yeah, so oh, you know, I it kind of go goes like at, you're at the base of the water, then the sort of town is mid level, and then you can take a, you can take a basically a chairlift ride to the very top for this, and it's yeah, it's really magical. It so, sounds heavenly. Yeah, so this is how we're going to go to Capri this year. Okay, 
through this book. All right. Lie. We'll be right back with Hollywood Speak. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood Speaking! What is the meaning of this? Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All right, let's get at it. All right, let's just Hollywood speak. Tom Bergeron out at Dancing with the Stars. Uh, he... Didn't even, ABC didn't, they let him do it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He wrote, just informed, uh, Dancing ABC will be continuing without me. It's been an incredible 15-year run. I'm grateful and the lifelong re- friendships that said, now what am I supposed to do with all these glitter masks? Right, I love it. And ABC <laughs> said that uh, they will be replaced. Aaron Rodgers is out as well. Aaron Anders. Aaron Anders mm-hmm. uh, replaced due to the new creative direction. Okay. Is he too old? Is he too well known? Or did he want to raise? Holly, you go first. I feel like it's a combination of you wanted more money and he wanted more money. And they were like, fine, we can do without you. Well, mm-hmm. and I would say, um, I don't think he would be asking for more money right now at this point in time because no one is. Mm -hmm. People are getting cuts. Maybe they just didn't like the salary he was at. That's what I'm thinking. So to reduce, you know, to get in new talent, you don't have to start him at the fee of Tom Bergeron. But I can't believe that they just won't let Aaron go because she doesn't bring anything, really. I mean, she's okay. I don't even think they need that person. No, they don't. To interview everybody. They could have a bachelorette. Tom could do it. Well, but no, he's down on the floor, so they could have a bachelor or bachelorette that's been on the show to do that. I don't know. That's just... It doesn't sound like he wanted to retire quite yet. He wanted the the 15 years that he was um, the host of Dancing with the Stars. He won 11 Emmys. Yeah, no. I mean, it's... He hosted America's Funniest Home Videos for 25 years. He's a throwback to... Old, smooth, game show host kind yeah. of guy. This is probably how people felt when Donnie slept Left, I know. You know what I mean? Mm. But uh, I don't know. I just kind of think that, like, they they could have kept him. I do. Because I, I think he had, when they do that research, whatever you call it, yeah. you know, for TV research. Yeah. His, I, his key factor, whatever key it is. Factor, factor, thank I you, can't I believe that he Well, the other thing is, the other thing is like, expense, Lori. I mean, it's, ex- maybe it's an expensive show to produce. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We I don't know. know what's going on because a went, how are they going to do dancing with the right. stars in the time of COVID anyway? Maybe they probably they're not even going to be doing, be doing a, season. a season this year at all. 
And the contracts, and the con- you know, paid, and maybe, right. you know, so Holly, you know, maybe like you said, it's a combination of everything. And, and how would they even do Dancing with the Stars right now? Right. Are not. there any stars left to dance? Yeah. They are going to find some. There's always a star. There is always a star. There's always a star that wants publicity. Amber Heard might have to polish up her dancing shoes when this is all over. Oh, my God. Okay. Pregnant Katy Perry admits a very cute nickname for her daughter. I call her Kiki Perry. Oh, that's really cute. That's really cute. Isn't that she cute? She is scared Perry? of childbirth. Who wouldn't be? I've no, been I know. nervous as hell. What is the first thing an experienced mom always want? People always want to share their damn they don't. stories. No, we don't. No, yeah. we don't. That's not what I've heard. No, you've known me forever. You don't share that. It's like, it's a miracle. But, you don't. Julia. Unless someone asks. Yeah, no, I think that's if your revisionist history. it feels good to have a come out of your fanny. See, exactly. <laughs> this is why This is why people are nervous. Because you never know when you want that in your life. The beauty of having a baby is you can't put it back in. It's coming no matter what. Right. It's just, you got to do what you got to do. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, Kiki Perry, um, just be sure that you get the... You know, epidural, the epidural, do the nitrous oxide. People, I love it when people just are at, we're going straight. You know? Yeah. Oh, well, that is, you know, yeah. are people I never just admitted that. You never had. Any oh, I never. Oh, never. Never. Because I remember somebody that was uh, very insistent on natural childbirth and in in, in a pool in a uh, yeah pool when that mm-hmm. first came out. It's supposed to be a lovely experience. But still, the pool doesn't take away the backstabbing 740. But you know what the pool does is that you're weightless. Like, I remember one of the best things when you're really pregnant is floating, floating Floating. in water. Because you you feel weightless. You don't feel any, it's so joyful. Well, maybe that's why Katy Perry in my was pink and white stripes in the ocean Target. yesterday. Was she and Katy Perry so were floating heavenly to float because it's been very hot in California. Mm-hmm. Floating is right. the bomb. What mm-hmm. the hell is going on over at the real? Someone else left, right? Tamara Mowry, the last original uh, co-host after seven years, is leaving maybe. the show. I'll tell you what's going on. Cuts. No. What? That the real is supposed to be a black oriented talk show. Okay. The executive yes. producer is white. Well, why is I'm just saying. Yeah. The, the, well, that's, the I host, didn't know that. Yeah. That that's what I, I did do some digging to find that okay. out. But I'm going to say that that is why Tamara right. is leaving because hello, you're gonna have a we want black voices at the top and then the EP. Right. That doesn't make it, sense right now. No. Yeah. She's nope. had enough. She felt it was time to move on. And you know what? She could get back into acting. I'm waiting for a sitcom with her, her sister, and Jack A again. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes. Oh, I love Jack A. Uh, boy, ABC News had a bit of ratings history last week, Julia. Our boyfriend, David Muir, the World News Tonight, led all shows on broadcast and cable for the week. They haven't done that since um oh god it's been like years since 1991 wow that's how many people are watching the news wow yep it had the five most broadcasts uh uh, most watched broadcasts of the week i love that david muir i do too he is easy on the eyes and and he's got a nice voice and i like how he gives the news delivery i like everything about it 
They're not watching CBS. Is anyone watching Nora O'Donnell? I haven't catched... Well, we don't catch it because we're on the air, but I have not watched her once at night. I liked her in the morning. Yeah. But I have not watched it once. I wonder how she's doing. She was on with um, uh, Colbert last night. Oh, okay. Remotely. Did anyone watch it? I watched it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it was... They had... You know, they, they, I don't know. I, I think she knew. I mean, they've been in last place for years and years. Yeah, but, they have. Um, yeah. So anyway, they had almost 9 million daily viewers. Way up. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is a big number. We only have 8 million listeners a day. How They've even beat us. <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. that's something. Well, just to show you, I mean, it led, uh, you know, the prime time, like, 60 million is the 60 minutes is the closest at 7 million. Wow. Yeah. That's so serious. Well, people want to know what the hell is going on in this twilight zone. World of ours. In a twilight zone. Let's uh, Hollywood speak. Zach Efron. Holly posted the photo of him. With He's a- got his new Netflix show down to earth. He's in Australia. I don't know. He's kind of, he, you know what he looks like to me? He looks like he's happy to be eating carbohydrates again. Oh. Apparently, he didn't eat carbohydrates for like 10 years. He doesn't even look like a dad body. He just looks healthy. Right. But, I mean, can Good you believe Lord. that? Uh, carbohydrates are the original sin in Hollywood. Oh, my. Oh, but they're so lovely. Right. So. They are so are good. He looks healthy. Yeah. He looks healthy. I think he's very happy to be eating, you know, I some would carbs. agree. You know what? It's not. Can you imagine? He said he couldn't eat them he, for 10 years. Oh, that sounds horrible. But you know nobody in Hollywood eats no, carbohydrates. I, I, we I all, feel for them. We've said it before. How are these people stay so thin? And you always go, they never eat they any don't. bread. Or anything. Or it's air. No carbs, though. Those are verboten. Oh, I would hate that. Yeah, mm. so they're probably, mm-hmm. Hollywood's probably enjoying the carbs and the sugar. Him. Yeah. Anyway, take a look at Zach. He yes, does look good. He does look good. All right, we're going to be right back. Holly, you have, you got some traffic. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. 